engines, as you might be able to hear, are firing into life in the background. Touring cars are nosing out of the uh, garages for those based uh, further down an array uh, from the garages there. Uh, a few of them lined up in the assembly area. They'll be coming to the grid shortly, and the first race of the day will be uh, round 10 of the QuickFit British Touring Car Championship. Three 15-lap races coming up today, and all the personnel and guests are heading onto the grid now. And a fantastic pit lane walkabout and autograph session this morning. Absolutely heaving. I don't think I've ever seen so many people here at Alton Park uh, since I've been doing this. It's been uh, brilliant to see all the people in and around the paddock, the back of the garages, the support paddock, all still flooding in. Uh, literally, I don't know, lost count, thousands of people coming into the pit lane uh, walkabout session this morning. We did uh, cover that, and Alan was interviewing lots of the uh, drivers during the course of that, but we couldn't do it on the tannoys because you can't go live in the tannoys until after midday. So we did that on 87.7 FM. Uh, you can listen to the commentary today uh, through the BTCC app, uh, through the BTCC website, btcc.net, and uh, also uh, on the local radio frequency. If you've got uh, a radio device or phone that can pick up FM, uh, we're broadcasting on 87.7 FM today. That's the first race of the day will be for the QuickFit British Touring Car Championship. Uh, it starts at 12.20. The car's heading onto the grid in a couple of minutes' time. At one o'clock, we've got the Rocket F4 British Championship, their second race of three this weekend. And then it's Porsches. Uh, they had uh, a lively race yesterday. At 1.35 is when the Porsche Carrera Cup Great Britain goes for its second uh, race of the weekend. And it's touring cars again at 2.25 for race two. At 10 past three, the Miller's Oars Ginetta GT4 Super Cup. At quarter to four, we've got the second race of the weekend for the Quaife Mini Challenge, the JCW class cars with us this weekend. And then we've got, uh, for the one and only time this uh, season, uh, on the support bill, we've got the Ginetta GT Academy uh, in its second season, that championship. They had a race at the end of yesterday, and their second race is at 20 past four. And then the final touring car race of the day, but not the final race of the day, is at 10 past five for the Quick Fit British Touring Car Championship and what will be round 12 uh, of the season. And finally, our last race, our last activity of the day is at quarter to six, race three of the weekend for the Formula 4 Championship. Uh, so that's all coming up. If you haven't yet got a race programme, I urge you to go and get one. Uh, it's only £5. It's a souvenir race programme. Great detail in there. All the info you need on all the championships, entry lists, useful spotters, guides, uh, some background info on the uh, drivers and championships as well. It's nearly 70 pages long. Space to get your autographs in in there as well and some of the names in there well worth keeping particularly looking at the younger drivers in things like the Formula 4 Championship many of whom are likely to go on to become quite famous names in motorsport in a few years time so uh, if you haven't yet got one uh, go and get a race program from one of the stalls around the circuit uh, the car's now heading out onto the grid, so it's time to introduce your commentary team for the day. My name's Chris Hartley, and I'm in the uh, commentary box overlooking the pit lane, overlooking the start-finish line, and the run into Old Hall Corner at Turn 1. From there, uh, they accelerate downhill through the avenue and down to Cascades, and that uh, is where, for the first time on the lap, they come into the sight of uh, our man down at the Nickerbrook commentary box, which is Matt Suckling. Morning, Matt. Morning, uh, afternoon now, isn't it, Chris? Oh, yeah, <laughs> very true. <laughs> afternoon. It's been a busy morning, hasn't it, though, and thoroughly enjoyed, as you said, seeing everyone about in the paddock uh, doing the pit lane walkabout as well. But you're right, we've got uh, a fabulous view down here at uh, what's going to be the exit of uh, Cascades. All the way down Lakeside they go. They then, of course, head on the island circuit here this weekend. So up through island they come, over hilltop, and then into the uh, always spectacular Hitty Chicane uh, through Nickerbrook and up, of course, uh, Clay Hill to head back towards you. But uh, 
is absolutely glorious. Not perfectly glorious, but it is pleasant. A pleasant day here at Alton Park and thoroughly looking forward to a, a very busy afternoon to come here and uh, lots of great racing on the cars. But yeah, it's good down here and the crowds are in force on this part of the circuit as well. Yeah, I imagine you always got a good crowd down there on that side of uh, the circuit. You've got one of the best views in uh, UK uh, motorsport commentary, I would say, up in the, uh, the box there. And you say two views of the cars, first as they come down the hill and then second as they come over the crest at Hilltop and down into the Hazelop chicane. They go past Matt there, accelerate up Clay Hill and it's up towards the daunting right-hander at Druids out of both of our sites. But we get the uh, live ITV feed in the commentary box today. So we'll be able to talk you around at the right-hander at Druids and then down over the rollers, the back straight down towards Lodge and they come back into my view then as they exit Deer Leap and back onto the uh, start-finish line. Uh, so we'll talk about the, uh, the qualifying uh, from yesterday uh, shortly, but uh, it's time to introduce the next member of our commentary team that you'll be hearing from and have already heard from a few here yesterday uh, down in the pit lane uh, over on the grid and also looking after all the podiums today. It's a very good afternoon to Alan Hyde. Yeah, good afternoon, Chris. Good afternoon, everybody. And as you rightly say, great to see so many of you here at Alton Park, both on the pit lane walkabout earlier on which was a very very busy pit lane walkabout uh, but now on the grid uh, lining the grass on the start finish line getting ready for our first race of three today for the quick fit british touring car championship here the engines in the background the teams are out here the grid boards are out here and uh, the atmosphere begins to build for our first race of today Absolutely right. And, uh, yeah, the cars will be there shortly. Yesterday we had a really, really close qualifying session. That's not the first time we've said that in the BTCC. But it was Tom Ingram uh, that came out on top. And it was a landmark pole position for a number of reasons. First up, it was a lap record in qualifying for Tom. Uh, he actually got the two fastest laps of the session. But his quickest lap, the 125.468, a new qualifying lap record. He beat Jason Plato's previous qualifying lap record, uh, which uh, was stemming back all the way to 2015. Only beat it by 16 thousandths of a second, but he very much beat it. So Tom Ingram was very, very happy with that. And also Justina Williams, the uh, team uh, boss at Accelerate, the Bristol Street Motors with Accelerate TradePriceCars.com team. Only their fourth season of the championship started. Uh, in the championship as uh, runners of the, uh, the older MG cars. And then last couple of years, they've been running uh, the Hyundais. And it's the first pole position for a Hyundai in the BTCC uh, as well. And also the first one for the team. So Accelerate, who've uh, very much had a presence over the years in the Quaif Midi Challenge, which you'll see later on, uh, both in terms of supplying cars, building cars and running teams, coming into the BTCC. And really a strong team now with Tom Ingram. Uh, on board and they also had Dan Lloyd getting his best qualifying of the season so far uh, first time in the top 10 and he finished in third place Dan Lloyd who was on the front row of the grid here uh, a few years ago when he had one of his part seasons uh, dipping in and out of the championship and uh, did a few rounds with Jeff Smith's Eurotech uh, Honda team and got onto the front row of the grid there, there as well so he feels like as he said to Alan this morning he's really getting to grips with the car now it's a new team for him it's only his second full season in the championship and the former TCR champion doing a great job to qualify third and in between them uh, is Rory Butcher, who was one of the race winners here at Alton Park last year in the Toyota Gazoo Racing UK Corolla. Qualifying has been an issue so far this season uh, for the team. They've had one or two uh, problems. You think back to Donington Park, they had uh, an ECU issue before qualifying, then they had a, um, a drive shaft go on the car. Uh, so it's been a bit on the back foot so far for the team, but they've certainly got the pace. It's a local team, Speedworks, that runs uh, the Toyotas. They're based in Northwich, only about 10 miles from the circuit. Christian and Amy Dick running the uh, the team very speaking, successfully, and they're on the front row. Running, 
Uh, uh, Christian, you, oh, yeah. the, the team boss did run in from home this morning. He said he uh, promised he would, didn't he? Took a shower, got changed. Um, but I understand from ITV's commentator, David Addison, who also so does a lot ran running. in from yeah. home this morning. <laughs> Addison is also running home from the circuit this evening. <laughs> Um, it's downhill, uh, isn't it? But apparently uh, Christian has to drive one of the vans back, so um, he's only run <laughs> halfway. Still, a, a very impressive... Nine miles, so that's pretty impressive, yeah. isn't it? So I would have Thank run you, from Sandra. home. But, uh, uh, I would have run from home, but it's, uh, it's the Cotswolds. It's too far. It's a long it's way, too isn't far, it? Yeah. Uh, afternoon, Tingram. Uh, so a morning of, of waiting and now a frantic afternoon of activity. It's mad how that works. It feels like I've had a lion and now I've wasted the day, so we've got to get something done. <laughs> crazy situation to force it all upon us like this but hey hey this is what we've got um welcome everybody it's, it's great to be uh great to be lining up on the front oh, i'm so excited for this to get going it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a mega one if there is any circuit that you would like to be on pole position it's here isn't it absolutely right this is this is notoriously quite difficult to overtake it's not impossible um there is places to get past and there's lots of them uh, and the people I've got behind me are all very fast and are all acutely aware of that as well. So and there's a rear-wheel drive BMW. Yeah, I didn't want to look that far, if I'm honest, but that'll... Uh, thanks for that, mate. Um, yeah, they're going to be crazy, crazy fast off the line. You know, they, they've been... Uh, their starts have been ridiculous this season, so yeah, I'll be honest, uh, I think Adam could be leading this at the end of lap one, primarily just off his launch off the start. So let's wait and see. I'm going to do the best job I possibly can. Uh, I'm nice that I've got my rear gunner, Dan, nice and close behind as well so i've got down for support so at the minute i feel in a really strong place thank you tingram great to have a chat to you tom ingram down here on pole position and did a spectacular job in qualifying was um uh, really effervescent about the uh, performance of the car uh, during qualifying yesterday which in fairness had almost worked against him red mm. flag comes out and then we get an extended period for the restart so 10 minutes i think he'd be quite happy with two minutes for the restart <laughs> wouldn't he but uh, still held on to pole position and uh, there he proudly sits rory butcher was another that kept us waiting I'm just looking around to see where itv and louise goodman are to see if i can have a quick chat to to rory it might be that i can he's focused ahead of him at the moment uh, see if i can can i talk to you rory oh i can i never know whether you're listening to people in your ear or looking at data i never know a lot going on inside this head there's a lot going on inside the car as well this year isn't there yeah there certainly is there's a bit more to think about um, you know, just on the, the warm-up lap there, we now need to consider trying to get the hybrid uh, charged up using the regen map, um, and then we'll do that again on the, on the, uh, the green flag lap. And obviously during the race, we've got buttons to press as well, and we need yeah. to make sure that we press them for the right amount of time in the right places to get the most out of the hybrid system. It's, uh, it's been, been a, a big change, but I think we're all in, actually starting to enjoy it. Uh, thank you, Rory. Great to have a little insight there. I, I, I almost feel a bit guilty chatting to drivers on the grid these days for the very simple reason there are so many things in this final countdown that they're uh, doing. There are so many things to think about. The buttons are growing, ever growing on the steering wheel of uh, every BTCC car. And there is a lot to think about when they get in this, in this zone. Let's see if I might be able to get a word with Adam Morgan and you okay adam can i have a quick chat oh no uh, you are you are okay are you dealing with hot temperatures is that right it's a bit warm just a, just a, just a bit and it's i'm afraid not going to get any cooler but you you know the score 
Yeah, yeah, we, we, we're, we're quite happy, I think, you know, hopefully uh, make a decent start. Even if we hold position, we'll be happy. Um, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a long day today, three races to go, so hopefully nothing silly from behind and we can just crack on from there. Uh, three races, as you rightly say, but all rather condensed into the afternoon here at Alton Park. It's, it's a frantic afternoon, isn't it? It's, it's pretty close, you know, by the time you've got back to the pits after race one, you got out of the car on a debrief, before you know it, your seat's back on and ready to go again, so we've got to think about the long run, you know, you should keep the car in as much as one piece as possible uh, you know, these, these lads as, as brilliant as they are, you know, they can't perform miracles if the car's bent in two pieces so, uh, we've got to think about that for talking Adam thank you very much indeed Adam Morgan so uh, we have had a chance to speak to a few of the drivers down on the grid I've got a feeling that uh, I'm not going to be able to stay down here for much longer because the grid is beginning to be cleared huge amount of personnel making their way away from the grid and back down into pit lane thanks very much uh, Al and uh, good to hear from uh, a couple of the drivers there Tom Ingram and Rory Butchimp on the front row of the grid, Adam Morgan, who will be one to watch off the line. Uh, he's one of only a couple of rear-wheel drive cars and BMWs in the top 10. They are notoriously quick off the line. Uh, so we see how it gets on. Uh, so just to explain uh, for those of you new to uh, BTCC, the, the hybrid uh, system that's new in the cars these days, it's a 48-volt uh, battery. It's brought in this system uh, for 2022. And uh, the drivers, after the first lap of the race, once the cars reach a speed of 120 kilometres an hour, which is around about 75 miles an hour, they can press a button and that uh, gives them the extra power from the hybrid battery, which is around about 40 brake horsepower extra. They can press that button wherever they like on the lap. There's no zone where you have to use it. Uh, but the maximum time that you can use your hybrid power for is 15 seconds per lap. So as a countdown timer, and they can use it for 15 seconds per lap. You know when they're using it because there's a LED display panel in the rear windows of all the cars that flashes blue. So when that's flashing blue, that is when they are deploying their hybrid power. The twist to all of this is that if you're in the top 10 in the championship for race one, uh, then you have fewer laps where you can use the hybrid. So you are put at a disadvantage to even things out. So Josh Cook uh, is the championship leader. And uh, here at Alton Park, there'll be 10 of the 15 laps, two thirds of the race where he cannot use hybrid power. Uh, so then it goes down in one lap increments. So he can't use it for 10 laps. Ash Sutton is second in the championship. He can't use it for nine of the laps any nine, but nine of the laps without it. Uh, Colin Turkington, third in the championship, eight laps without hybrid. Tom Ingram, fourth in the championship. There are seven laps where he can't use it. Uh, then Jake Hill is fifth in the championship, six laps where he can't use it. He's also trying to come from 15th on the grid today. First time that Jake has not been on the front row of the grid uh, after a qualifying session for the BTCC this year. Uh, you heard from Adam Morgan. He's sixth in the championship in one of the car gods with Sisley Motorsport BMWs. And for being sixth in the championship, there are five laps where he can't use it. Gordon Shedden seventh in the championship, four laps without hybrid power in this race. Eighth in the championship is Dan Lloyd. He's third on the grid. There are three laps where he cannot use it. And then ninth in the championship, Rory Butcher, uh, who's on the front row of the grid. He's got two laps where he can't use hybrid. And Dan Rowbottom, who's sixth on the grid, is tenth in the championship in the Halfords Racing with Cataclean Honda. And uh, Dan has one lap uh, fewer than everybody else where he can't use it. So he can only use it for 14 uh, of the sorry 13 of the 14 laps that are available so after lap one everybody else that's outside of the top 10 can use it uh, for uh, all of the available racing laps after race one that then switches to the top 10 
in the race results rather than the top 10 in the championship. Uh, so for race two, whoever finishes in the top 10 in this race, they'll have the uh, restrictions on hybrid. And then the same goes for race three, whoever finishes in the top 10 in race two. Uh, for race three, they have fewer uses of that hybrid power. Five-minute board has been displayed. Alan Gow, the chief executive of the championship, does a clearing lap, a closing lap now in the uh, quite supreme Porsche Panamera, making his way around the circuit, making sure everything is good to go and ready to go racing for round 10 of the championship. That is right, grid uh, is being cleared now. 15-lap race it will be. If there's a safety car, uh, then up to three laps can be added on to the race. To, that's any laps that are lost to a safety car. So if there's uh, one, two or three laps behind a safety car, that's the number of laps that can be added on, but no more than, uh, than three. And that's uh, the rule in the BTCC. In terms of the championship, then Josh Cook is the championship leader. He's the only driver this year to win more than one race, and he's won four of the races so far this season. Became a record breaker at Thruxton two weeks ago. Uh, the first driver ever to win eight times at Thruxton in the BTCC. He did that in race one, and then in race two, he became the first driver to win nine times. He's won two races at Brands Hatch, two races at Thruxton, and he's one of four drivers that's been in the top 15, i.e. in the points in every race so far this season. So Josh Cook uh, starting 10th uh, today. Uh, and why is he 10th, you might say, if he's the championship leader? Well, the hybrid power is restricted in qualifying as well. You have less seconds where you can use it if you're in the top 10 of the championship during a lap in qualifying. And as the championship leader, Josh had no availability of hybrid yesterday. So uh, that's about where it seems to put them. Tom Ingram had been the championship leader going into Brands Hatch and into Thruxton, and he qualified 6th and 8th respectively there. Josh has uh, qualified 10th. So uh, that seems to be generally, depending on the circuit, it would uh, drop you back uh, five or six places at least a little bit lower down than you would normally be if you had that hybrid ash sutton though doing a really good job yesterday second in the championship it's only one and a half seconds per lap that he could use hybrid rather than 15 and he still qualified uh, in the top five so josh cook in the number 66 btc racing honda starts 10th he's the championship leader four wins five podiums and 139 points and he's got a 23 points advantage over Ash Sutton, the three-time champion, youngest ever three-time champion in the BTCC. 116 points for him. He's second in the championship. Colin Turkington and Tom Ingram now both tied on 112 points each for third place in the championship. Let's find out how it all unfolds because the cars are now about to head out onto the green flag lap.
So this is how they line up for the first race of the dates. Round 10 of the 2022 Quick Fit British Touring Car Championship. And after this race, will be one third of the way through the season. Pole position and a qualifying lap record to Tom Ingram. Rory Butcher alongside on row two, Dan Lloyd and Adam Morgan. Row three, Ash Sutton and Dan Rowbottom. Row four, it's Dan Camish and Gordon Shedden. Row five, Colin Turkington and Josh Cook. Row six, Ricky Carlard and Stephen Jelly. On row seven, George Gamble and Jason Plato. Row eight, it's Jake Hill and Sam Osborne, row nine, Adam Moffitt and Ollie Jackson. Row 10, Bobby Thompson and Michael Kreese. On the 11th row, 97 is Ash Hand. And alongside him is number 17, Dexter Patterson. Row 12, we've got Tom Chilton and Jade Edwards. Row 13, Aaron Taylor-Smith and Jack Butel. And row 14, the penultimate row, it's Nick Hamilton and Will Powell. And starting after a problem with the car yesterday uh, on his own, on the 15th row of the grid is Rick Parfit. That's 29 cars ready to start 15 laps of racing here. And it takes pole a while position. to get them all here. We yeah, have we'll do. lights for the cars that are over the hill and far away absolutely and uh, the uh, drivers on the fa last couple of rows of the grid are going to be sort of on the rise up through deer leap so it'll be a difficult view for them of I've the starting country I've so got just enough time to tell you a very quick uh, uh, amusing story alan gow the chief executive has uh, the song that we play for the green flag lap as his ringtone when very he good. heard it on the radio he went for the phone so <laughs> we've done all right very good first band i ever saw live that was tears for fears Great, uh, great album. That's uh, from. It's, it's a new green flag song, uh, as chosen by. I like it. Very good. Good uh, stuff. Yeah, first time we've uh, had that. And uh, that was the green flag lap music that we'll play before the start of every race. Still, the last couple of cars are coming out of Lodge. Rip Parfit about to get into his grid position when the green flags are waved at the back of the grid. That's the signal. The chain goes up to the starter who holds the five-second board aloft. We're about to go racing for the first time today. Round 10 of the 2022 Quick Fit British Touring Car Championship. Red lights go on. They go off straight away and we are racing here at Alton Park. Tom Ingram with a good start from pole position. Rory Butcher is going with him. Dan Lloyd for now is holding off Adam Morgan for third place. And then Ash Sutton just behind them in fifth place. Ingram is going to get the lead on through Old Hall Corner. Then it's going to be Butcher, uh, followed by Lloyd, Morgan and Sutton, the top five as they were, coming down through the avenue and towards you, Matt, for the first time. Yeah, very close indeed, but it is Ingram who still just about leads, but Butcher is pushing him along round the outside, tries to go Ash Sutton on one of the BMWs, which will be Adam Morgan. So they're going to run side by side down towards the uh, island chicane for the first time. And let's see how that all uh, unfolds as uh, Ingram still leads from Butcher as they leave me. Yeah, on the brakes into the island hairpin. That's where they cut short the full international circuit. They get, don't, don't go all the way down to the uh, Shell uh, Oils hairpin. They cut through the hairpin. A couple of cars making contact further back uh, to the Ford Focuses together, but over the hilltop, back towards you with Ingram still in the lead. Yeah, into the chicane then for the first time. And already, Ingram just breaking away slightly from Rory Butcher, and now he's going to have to try and defend uh, from Dan Lloyd, who in turn has got Sutton right behind him on his tail as well. And uh, up the hill they go. Lloyd gets a little bit screwed on the rear end there, so he's going to have to defend as they head over Clay Hill and down towards the, the final part of the circuit for the first time. And there's a bit of damage, I think, to one of the, the Cupras as they head under the bridge. Yeah, I saw some smoke coming from uh, the back of one of them, and we had uh, out of Ireland bent uh, the two uh, motorbase Ford Focuses of Ollie Jackson and Sam Osborne had a bit of rubbing as well. Now we've got Dan Lloyd uh, on his way down the inside to defend his position on the way into Lodge Corner from Ash Sutton, and then we've got down to fifth place now behind Ash Sutton at the BMW of Adam Morgan. So he slipped back to fifth place in the 33 car. Shedden is just behind in sixth, Camish in seventh place into Old Hall Corner. They go, but at the end of the first lap of the race, Tom. 
Tom Ingram, nearly nine-tenths of a second clears Ash Hand in the Vauxhall Astra, dives down the inside of Ollie Jackson. Yeah, Tom Ingram yet to win here at Alton Park. He's got a few more laps to go to try and take that first win, but at the minute, he has a nice little buffer over that second-place car of Rory Butcher. As you said, Sutton now to fourth place and starting to put a bit more pressure onto Lloyd as they work their way down towards the Island Hairbind once again. But, uh, yeah, Ingram looking really, really good as they come round the other side. Going to head over Hilltop once more, and let's see if that gap for Ingram is still the same. It certainly is because Butcher can't find himself close enough and I think now Lloyd has just started to break away from Sutton and closes that gap to second place man. So we're into the chicane they come once again up round the right-hander of Nick Abrook and on this occasion it's all line the stern. No one going for a move as far as I can see and once again they head their way up Clay Hill and on the way to Druids. Yeah, the smoking Cooper that you saw, Matt, that was Bobby Thompson uh, with some damage to the right rear corner. Uh, the number 19 uh, set, uh, the number 19 Cooper is a replay of Rick Parfit on the uh, big screen if you dear one, going very wide at Old Hall Corner and a bouncy run over the grass, but Bobby Thompson in the number 19 uh, Cooper uh, in 19th place, smoking it was but that bodywork has sort of rubbed away now so it's started to smoke less, so hopefully he'll be okay to continue on Bobby, he got his first ever BTCC podium a couple of rounds ago at Brands Hatch, so here they come over the line, Ingram in first, Butcher second, Lloyd in third, Sutton falling away in fourth place, Morgan starting to come under a bit of pressure from Gordon Shedden behind him, and then right behind him you've got the second of the Napa Racing UK Ford focuses of Dan Camish, who's one of the drivers that deploys his hybrid power coming out of turn one. Uh, back to that uh, battle for second place. Butcher now again under attack from Lloyd. So Lloyd has managed to uh, shake off the attention from what we can see uh, from the man behind him, which is Sutton. So uh, Lloyd now again focusing his, his attentions onto the back of Rory Butcher down towards the island hairpin. We've got a brief look at the, the screens down here so we can just about see what's happening on that part of the circuit. But uh, again, everyone calmly through by the looks of it as uh, race leader Ingram comes back down towards us once again. It's looking good for Ingram for now, but of course he's got a little bit less uh, of the hybrid power to use wonder if he's using any of that as of uh, the moment as we've got a bit of side-by-side -side action further back here that's Jake Hill who's got some damage to the front of his car he's having a great little battle with one of the four focuses who pushes out wide that is the car of Sam Osborne and with that Ash Hand goes through and Jason Plato tries to squeeze his way through the outside up Clay Hill as well yeah Osborne's lost all the momentum going up Clay Hill hasn't he so uh, Jason Plato's going to be on the inside for the kink he'll be then on the outside for Druids you've also got Ollie Jackson in the second of the red and black Ford focuses the uh, trying to get through as well Plato still trying desperately to do so. So all on the back foot there for Sam Osborne, but he's managed to stay at the head of that group. Jake Hill, who uh, fifth in the championship, has yet to start off the front row of the grid, but 15th yesterday, and are coming together with Tom Chilton as he came out of the pits, which didn't help matters. But he's fighting at the tail end in the number 24 MB Motorsport Rocket BMW uh, of the points in the 15th uh, place battle. He's just got Ash Hand behind him. They're 14th and 15th. The race leader, Tom Ingram, are still leading. The fastest lap of the race, a couple of laps ago, went to Dan Lloyd in third place. And this is a problem, Chris, isn't it? If you qualify badly, you find yourself in all these skirmishes down the field, and that's exactly uh, what's happened to, to Jake Hill. He's, he's clear now, which is good, but he's got a long gap to try and close down the car ahead of him. So uh, Jake Hill on the move, but uh, after qualifying yesterday, the BMW's really, really struggling, not just uh, him, but, of course, Colin Turkington and Stephen Jelly as well. The one that isn't struggling is uh, Adam Morgan, who's still up there in the top five at the minute. So he's running well, just ahead of one of the um, Hondas at the minute, which is Gordon Shedden, as the leaders turn their way back through again, all the top 10 uh, a line of stern but it's that little bit of damage 
on the front of Jake Hill, which might just be a little bit of a concern for him, because that's a big old dent now in the front of that BMW. And I wonder if that will be able to make it to the end of the race. You've got one of the laser tools uh, machines. Patterson has been turned around going uh, through his lop, so he's on the grass and about to rejoin. And uh, out of your sight, uh, Matt, as you've got the leaders, uh, Jake Hill and Ash Hand came together at Island uh, Hairpin. So Ash Hand was sent well out wide. He's dropped several places, and that was adding to the damage to Jake Hill's uh, BMW in that battle for 14th place. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Tom Ingram, this is good news for Tom because Rory Butcher is now starting to think about uh, Tom's teammate behind him. Dan Lloyd is getting pretty close to him in the battle for second place. Bit of a gap back then to Sutton and then it's really tight in the next trio. Watch for the BMW at the back of that next trio in seventh place, Colin Turkington, looking very racy, the four-time champion. Yeah, here he comes in all over the back of the, uh, the man ahead of him, which is Dan Kamish now into his 100th BTCC race. So he's on a, a landmark uh, race here at the minute and I think you mentioned about Dexter Patterson. Uh, I think he has some left rear damage on suspension, so he might be into the pits with Alan. And Matt, we've got Adam Morgan turned around, yeah. coming out of Deer Leap, and he's uh, in towards the barriers. He's OK, he's out of the car, but Adam Morgan, who started fourth on the grid, uh, has gone out at Deer Leap. We've got Tom Chilton into the pits, and I think Dexter Patterson with the right rear puncture, Alan, coming in as well. <laughs> you took the words out of my mouth. Yeah, exactly that. Tom Chilton, who's had a difficult weekend thus far at Alton Park, and Dexter Patterson needs, at very least, a new right rear. So safety car is being deployed for the first time. If you're near a big screen, let's uh, see the replay of what had happened to Adam. And he got a tag on the right rear corner coming out of Lodge. The car then span onto the, uh, the grass backwards into the barrier. Got halfway uh, up Deer Leap. It was Gordon Shedden that was behind him. So it was the contact between the BMW of uh, Morgan and the front of the Honda of Shedden. And it was enough at that angle to send Adam uh, into the barriers. And of course, the race one results, that's where you start the grid for race two. So it's a double whammy uh, for Adam, who started the weekend so well yesterday. Now he's going to have to start uh, near the back of the grid. In fact, he'll be stone last, won't he? He'll be quali uh, classified as in absolutely last place. So he'll start 29th on the grid, I'm afraid, uh, for race two. So the safety car uh, will uh, be out until they clear the BMW, which is just at the side of the track coming out through Deer Leap. Tom Ingram is the leader. Rory Butcher second. Dan Lloyd third. Ash Sutton fourth. Gordon Shedden fifth. Dan Kamish sixth now, uh, Colin Turkington seventh, and then we've got Josh Cook in eighth, Dan Robottom ninth, and Ricky Collard rounding out the top ten. We get a replay if you're near a big screen as well of the contact of Dexter uh, Patterson being turned around and uh, a car god, Sisley BMW, involved in that one as well. That was George Gamble and Dexter Patterson coming together and the laser tools infinity for the youngest driver in the field, uh, the Glaswegian, sent into a spin and then a replay of that incident I was talking about at Ireland Bend with Ash Hand on the outside of Jake Hill and their battle for 14th and sent way out wide and losing a couple of places as he went uh, back out onto the uh, escape route and back out onto the tarmac and there's a replay of the st uh, starts uh, now from one of the onboard uh, perspectives and the run over the crest down towards Old Hall Corner which is a pretty clean start, mostly a clean start up at the head of the field although Stephen Jelly got a little bit of a, a tag in fact he got a couple of tags from the tail end of the top 10 Ricky Collard just in front was uh, battling away as well as they ran down there but for the first four or five cars it was a pretty calm ish, uh, relatively clean start through the, uh, the first couple of corners. Uh, now, Matt, the one person that's going to be really, really disappointed about this safety car is the race leader, Tom Ingram, because he started to build up a bit of a cushion, hadn't he? 
Yeah, certainly had. He's got to do it all over again, which uh, he can do. But, of course, he's going to have uh, all those competitors now uh, right on his tail. So, yeah, a, a second job for, for Tom Ingram to do. Just looking back at that uh, replay of Adam Morgan, it looked to be quite a heavy hit, didn't it, into the, in the Armco? And, of course, with the next race less than two hours away, uh, that's a big, uh, big old challenge for the uh, Sicily Motorsport team to get done. But, of course, they're a hard-working team. I'm sure they'll all get hands on deck. But uh, a very quick turnaround today here at Oldham. That's exactly what he was saying to Alan on the grid, wasn't it? You've got to be mindful of the fact that because we start the day late, because of the noise restrictions here, all the races are much closer together. So if you have a big damage to a car, you're asking a lot for the mechanics to get it fixed and out for another race. And Adam has already had one uh, weekend at Brands Hatch where he had to miss a race because he had a, a problem with the gearbox and uh, had to miss one of the races at Brands Hatch. So we've only had four drivers that finished in the points in every single race of the season so far. Uh, Josh Cook, Ash Sutton, uh, Colin Turkington... Uh, uh, the top three in the championship have all finished in the points in every race and Dan Lloyd has finished in the points in every race but Adam Morgan up until now had finished in the points in every race he'd started uh, that now of course is no longer the case uh, so safety car uh, bunched them all up the recovery flatbed is at Deerleap seen to Adam Morgan's BMW uh, gave you the top 10 11th place is Stephen Jelly Adam Moffat's got himself up to 12th he was fourth quickest in free practice two yesterday so we'll see how the sole remaining laser tools infinity can uh, uh, get on he what is Adam Moffat's 250th race? He started at the BTCC when he was 16. He's still only in his mid-20s, uh, but it's his uh, 250th race. So a landmark uh, race for him already in the number 16 car, and he's in 12th place. Jake Hill, 13th, has picked up a couple of places. 14th place is Sam Osborne. 15th place is Ollie Jackson, his teammate. So they're the ones in the points. Ash Handy, 16th, just outside the points. Bobby Thompson, 17th. Michael Creese, 18th. Aaron Taylor-Smith, 19th. 20th is Jason Plato. 21st, George Gamble. 22nd, Jade Edwards. 23rd, Will Powell. 24th, Nick Hamilton. 25th is Jack Butel. 26th, Rick Parfit. And Dexter Patterson has gone back out now and still on the lead lap. So they fixed the puncture and he'll be able to get back onto the back of the train uh, in the Infinity. So he's back out there in the number 17, blue and white laser tools Infinity in 27th place. Tom Chilton has been into the pits and is still there. And Adam Morgan, obviously, is out of the race as the uh, safety car leads them back through. Uh, now, we were talking about this yesterday, but of all the success that Tom Ingram has had in the BTCC. He's been a double independence champion. Uh, he's been uh, up there fighting for the overall championship. Uh, he's been now a five-time uh, pole sitter. He's been a multiple, uh, multiple race winner and podium finisher in the BTCC at every single circuit around uh, the country. He first came into the BTCC in 2014. He's won uh, 20 of the 246 races he's had up until this point. He's been on the podium 53 times. He's never been on the podium at Alton Park, ever. Fourth place is his best ever finish at this circuit back in 2016. Tom, Tom Chilton is sadly a retirement. The car in the garage. Tom's out of the car. Tom, could we have a quick word? Uh, I'm sorry for you. What's the problem? Uh, I, on my dashboard, it was flashing lots of red Christmas tree lights and 135 degrees, and so I thought I should... Uh, pull it in straight away just that's a sensible idea which was a sensible idea um to find out that that wasn't wasn't the water temperature which was flashing red and going it was the oil and actually that's not going to blow up uh, it can go another 10 degrees so um yeah i'm a bit upset about that but i thought because when i was following ollie ollie put a wheel wide on the exit of cascades and obviously being that close in the race you're just following them because you can't always see the edges when you're that close to someone that when we just put a wheel off, I was, it happened straight after. I was presuming, well, it was, because grass got inside the, the front. 
So I, I thought, let's save the engine and go for race two. But I actually had a fantastic race. Went from 23rd to probably 17th, which was not bad in a few laps, was it? I was which you were hoping for. Which I was hoping for. I was having some fun. And uh, now I've just looked at the front end and it looks mint. I'm kind of a bit upset that I came oh, in. I'm sorry for you, Tom. Two more races. Yeah, cheers, mate. Tom Chilton down in pit lane. Thanks, Al. And right on cue, safety car comes in. Green flags are waved. We're back racing, so this will be extended to an 18-lap race. Ingram leads. Butcher second. Lloyd third. Uh, fourth place for Sutton. Fifth place for Shedden. Sixth place uh, for Dan Kamish, who's in his 100th BTCC race here in race one. They head down towards you for the first time in the restart, Matt. Yeah, through Cascades they go, and already Ingram has started to build that lead once again. So he's uh, hot on the heels to get away from uh, Rory Butcher, who still has Dan Lloyd right behind him. And you mentioned under the safety car that... Uh, 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 the man who's done every race inside the point so far. Well, Lloyd's the next one and looking to get his first podium of the year in third place. He's actually has to in the back, although is he under attack, I think, from the car behind as they head up the hill. Yep, alongside now comes uh, former champion Ash Sutton alongside down towards the uh, chicane for the first time since the restart. But Lloyd, I think, is just about going to hold on. No, he's not because Sutton is through and the fourth focus has scraped himself now through to the podium once again. So Lloyd is going to try and fight back. He thought about a move down the inside in Nickerbrook, but he needs to defend as well. He runs wide and yet to Nickerbrook up the hill, he's going to try and hold on to Gordon Shedden, but already he's lost ground to the top three, and it's not gone the, the way he wanted on that restart. Yeah, Shedden's going to be right behind him as they uh, head over the crest and uh, up towards Druids now in that what's become the battle for fourth place. It's a great move, that, from Ash Sutton, which he set up through Island Bend, and he made it stick, as you can see from the, if you're near a big screen, the rear-facing camera uh, from Rory Butcher's car, he made it sp uh, stick down at his lops, and if he stays in third place, this will be his fourth consecutive third-place finish because he was third in all three races at Thruxton. The reigning champion now hones in on Rory Butcher's Toyota. Smoking the tyres into Old Hall Corner is Gordon Shedden, who's still behind Dan Lloyd in the battle for fourth place, but they are nose to tail, and Dan Lloyd pushing very hard on the kerbs as he came out of turn one. Yeah, here he comes then down the avenue once again. Oh, he's under attack there from Shedden just briefly, but uh, then Shedden has to back out of it. So uh, Lloyd holds on to his fourth place for the time being, but uh, the man ahead of him now, Sutton, looking really, really racy. So if he can get himself past uh, Rory Butcher, for second place he has a little bit of a think down towards the island hairpin he gets so so close and behind Shedden now gets alongside Dan Loy so again in the uh, the same corner he lost a place to uh, Ash Sutton it's now Gordon Shedden who goes through for fourth place and Loy tries to fight back once again down towards the chicane with us he's not going to squeeze his way through so Lloyd now off the podium down to fifth place and he's got to watch out for those behind with Camish and Turkington also looking quick as well as they once again head their way up the hill uh, Josh Cook not too far away the championship leader has already made a few places in this race as well as all Jackson nearly loses it they're one of the people just tacking the back of that car you also uh, Ash Hand and Bobby Thompson having a bit of uh, rubbing on the way through his lops they both tucked to the grass but have survived and got back going again but lots of big battles going on as drivers trying to edge towards the top 15 uh, and the points Ollie Jackson uh, on the outside into Druids with down the inside of him the number 42 car gods uh, BMW of George uh, Gamble so those two battling away but the race leader Tom Ingram he's away with the fairies isn't he as he goes down into Old Hall Corner well clear now this uh, battle that's become a three-way battle for second place out of Old Hall between Rory Butcher, Ash Sutton, who looks the quicker of the two at the moment, and just behind the pair of them, you've got three-time champion Gordon Shedden. That battle with uh, Ollie Jackson and uh, George Gamble still nose to tail and a bit ragged through the corner as the BMW and the Ford Focus head out through Old Hall. 
Yeah, down towards Ireland they go once again. Just looking a little bit further back to Jake Hill, and I think this uh, the safety car period has helped him. He's now closed in on that uh, infinity ahead of him, so he's all over the back of Aidan Moffat by the looks of it. So uh, Jake Hill trying to make up some places within this race. Meantime, leaders back over Hilltop once more. Butcher goes defensive on this occasion, but I don't think Sutton's quite close enough to make a move. So it's uh, as you were for second, third, and fourth. Oh, and off the, the track now has gone Dan Lloyd. So this race going from bad to worse from the uh, number one, two, three machine. We're still up there in third position, he's lost a place to Camish, he's lost a place to Turkington and he's now going to weave up the hill uh, to try and scrub those tyres, but uh, what a race uh, this has turned into for Dan Lloyd, not good at all, and I think we've got an Astro which has stopped somewhere as well. Yeah, Ash Handers uh, on the, uh, stopped on the track out of the car he got, he's been told to get back into the car by the marshals, well that's just on the exit I think to Cascades, just got a brief shot of that uh, if you're near a big screen, into Lodge Corner then comes the race leader, Tom Ingram uh, looking for his second win of the year, he's the first ever winner in the hybrid era of BTCC race one at Donington Park looking for his second win of the season then looking to be going to the second driver this year to take two uh, race wins and they've got that battle now with Colin Turkington and Dan Camish absolutely side by side as they go through Old Hall Corner the BMW almost getting his foot in the door but Camish under huge huge pressure now as they go fifth and sixth down towards Cascades yeah the BMW starting to come into their own so Colin Turkington some good race speed at the minute doesn't make anything of that move down through Cascades although Jake Hill is quite close to the back of Aidan Moffat so uh, this is the BMW lap for them to try and make their moves. Unfortunately, though, there was a yellow flag down at Island Bend. So no overtaking on this lap. I think that's possibly where we've lost uh, Ash Hand, isn't it, in the, in the Astra? So green yes. flags yes, it is. Yeah. on the exit, which means you can then try and make a move. But uh, they've all backed off the pace on that uh, corner. So Turkington's going to have to possibly try something towards the end of the lap. But again, it's all uh, calm up front. England continuing to build his lead over the second place man, uh, Roy Butcher, with Sutton still third. And fourth place for that of Gordon Shedden as the top ten head past us and up towards Druid once again. Yeah, uh, like Ashan just went straight on. It was uh, a problem with the car and actually fire on the brakes on the front right corner as you get the, the replay if you're near one of the big screens here today. So uh, he's on the track, but it's on the international version of the circuit. So when I saw the left-hander, I thought that must be the exit to Cascades. It was actually Island Bend just beyond the Island uh, uh, hairpin. So just on the part of the circuit we're not using. So that's why there are yellow flags down at Ireland as the race leader, Tom Ingram, uh, comes through. Six laps to go uh, now with Rory Butcher just edging away for that battle for second. Smoking the tyres is the Halfords racing uh, the Honda Civic or trying to get himself up ahead of Gord, uh, Ash Sutton in there and Gordon Shedden uh, with fourth place now ahead of Dan Camish pushing on really really hard to try and get himself onto the podium so Ingram Butcher Sutton Shedden and Camish now the top five yeah, so through the yellow flag, they go once again. So no overtaking down there, of course. Uh, we had Robottom, Shedden's teammate, uh, a winner here last year. So Shedden's going to try and uh, replicate that. First, though, he needs to make his way through on the third-place man, which he'll try and do something about, possibly, as they again come over hilltop and past the green flag zone. So uh, down they come. But look at this from Ingram. This is uh, a great lead he's now got. So we, we wondered if he could do it again, build the, the gap over the rest of the field. He's done exactly that. And I think he's being helped uh, by the likes of Sutton. He's putting all that pressure on Roy Butcher, so he has to go defensive, he loses more time, and that gap gets bigger and bigger, so uh, Ingram on his way under the bridge, the rest of the field come through, again, no real dramas, although I did notice that uh, Rick Parfit has been going a little bit slow, he's still out there, but he's a long way now off the uh, rear of the field. 
Uh, yeah, one minute 36 last time around. Leaders are doing 127, so he's definitely got a, a big issue with uh, the Infinity, I'm afraid. Rick Parfit, his car stopped on track yesterday during qualifying, brought about one of the uh, red flags. Uh, right then, we've got Tom Ingram looking very comfortable in the lead of the race, looking for his first podium, his first ever win here at Alton Park. Rory Butcher second, Ash Sutton third, Gordon Chen has dropped back away from them now in fourth place. And then you've got Dan Camish keeping an eye on the mirrors because really quick and deploying his hybrid power now coming out of turn one is the BMW of Colin Turkington. He's not quite going to be close enough though, is he, Matt? No, not quite. He did have a little look down the inside, didn't he? The nose was shown to the back of Dan Camish, but again, he can't do anything on the exit of Cascades because of those uh, yellow flags. So it's becoming really frustrating now for uh, some of the drivers who want to overtake because as we know here at Alton Park, that is a prime overtaking position. But for now, the yellow flag's still there. Ashhan's a car being removed uh, by the hardworking marshals, but uh, Turkington, as I said, probably needs to look somewhere else, maybe towards the end of the lap is a possible place to get through but uh, for now Colin Turkington remains to try and get past at Cascades and down towards Ireland that's not happening he'll try and close that gap once again on the back of Camish as they come past us and head through the right-hander of Nicker Brook and to be fair a little bit further back again Jake Hill hasn't made too much progress I don't think he's made any places so far uh, still stuck behind that available and uh, if it stays like this, Tom Ingram is going to score enough points to move from fourth back up to second in the championship. He's tied on 112 points with Colin Turkington. Colin's got one more fourth place. Uh, they've got the same number of wins and seconds, no third places, and one more fourth place for Colin. So that's why Colin uh, is just ahead. That's after the point for pole position that Tom scored yesterday. But he's only four behind Ash Sutton and second in the championship at the moment. He's on for 21 points, 20 for a win, a point for leading a lap, and uh, in third place Ash Sutton's on for 15 so he will move into second place in the championship but Sutton gets a really good run now out of Old Hall Corner and he's challenging Rory Butcher for second oh a little bit of contact on the rear end from both of those cars but again Sutton sticks around the outside of Rory Butcher there are no yellow flags on this occasion so he can go for the move if he wishes to do so Butcher pushes him out onto the grass there that's still side by side but Sutton is much much later on the brakes and I think Rory Butcher has to concede the place for now and down the inside goes Gordon Shedden a man who was on the podium twice here last year also so now draws alongside Rory Butcher. So just like we saw a few laps ago with Dan Lloyd losing two, three, four places at that one corner, it's now Rory Butcher who's gone from second down to fourth place because Gordon Shedden has made that move stick. So it's now Ford Focus into second, Honda Civic to third, and the Toyota Corolla of Rory Butcher is off the podium just like that. What a move that was from Ash Sutton. We've been talking uh, this year about how he's just been picking up the points and getting the podiums. He's not yet got a race win. He's the only driver in the top seven in the championship not to get a race win so far this season. Very wily campaign to uh, just collect the points, and that's why he's taken three championships. But we know Ash Sutton is a raw racer uh, when he's able to do so, and he's got the car underneath him to do that today, and we've seen some really good moves from him. That was a fantastic move. He took so much speed going into a, the Island hairpin as well because, because they deploy their hybrids. So they're taking a lot of extra speed into that corner and it was fantastic to watch Rory giving him just enough room almost on the grass for Ash Sutton but he did it and then great opportunism for Gordon Shen to just bounce down the inside at Ireland and get through as well uh, now Rory Butcher's teammate Ricky Collard has got uh, trouble here because he's being harassed by Stephen Jelly's BMW and Aidan Moffitt's Infinity and Jake Hill catching them up as well are coming towards you now yeah, here they go then which one have we got with Jelly ahead as they go through Hill's now going to try and sneak down the inside as well he's going to push wide yes he is he's going to push the Infinity onto the grass uh, Aidan Moffat's going to try and give it back to Jake Hill. Uh, for him, though, the Infinity will have the inside down towards Ireland Bend. So for now, he holds on to that place. But uh, Stephen 
Jelly has got his way through. So this is a, a BMW sandwich for Aidan Moffat as they head over Hilltop uh, once more. Down very shortly in towards the uh, Hizzy Chicane. But uh, yeah, lots of great racing towards the end of this one. And to be fair, Chris, uh, Sutton was very uh, lucky to get that stopped because with the extra power down there at Ireland, he was quite a way ahead, but uh, jumped onto those brakes just in time. Yeah, he looked like he was going to go straight on for a while, didn't he? But uh, great stuff. And he got barrier damage, and we've got Will Powell in the pits with a very crooked-looking front left on his Cupra. Uh, so uh, that uh, does not look good uh, for Will. There's uh, only three laps to go in this race. Two at the end of this one, because coming into Lodge already is Tom Ingram. He's got something like a three, three-and-a-half-second advantage now over Ash Sutton in second place. Oh, and there, a replay, and it was a coming together uh, that hugely sent Will Powell after Jack Butel came together with him into the barriers, coming out of Lodge, and just before they come over the crest, into Deer Leap. So he went straight into the pits with that damage, and there's quite a hefty hit to the barrier it's as quite well. Quite a heavy hit, wasn't it? Goodness mm. me. It was, yeah. Uh, so uh, that's Will out. Hopefully he's, he's okay, but uh, lots, of work to, lots of work to do to the car, isn't there? Yeah, there is. Uh, yeah, it's battered on pretty much every panel of the car following that, and uh, potentially other close racing as the race went on. He's at the wheel of the car. They've turned the engine off the car, so the car is uh, naturally going to be retired, but he's not out of the car in the pit lane yet. He is now. <laughs> Just as you took an intake of breath. Um, <laughs> he's all right. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he's shaking his head when he gets out of the car. That was a big hit. You okay? I'm fine. Thank you, Alan. I think nice to be in a motor racing amongst it, but a few people don't want to get beaten by a newcomer, so unfortunately he got sent into the barrier, but I'm sure it'll get sorted out and we'll go again in race two and three. Hopefully. Sorry for you, Will. Glad you're okay. Thank you very much indeed. Yeah, shame for uh, Will because he's definitely been uh, making progress. He's uh, having to play catch-up to everybody else, but he was in amongst uh, getting involved with some fights now, the uh, former Brick Car Endurance Champion. Uh, right, the leader's already down into the Lodge corner, but a uh, big battle going on now with Rory Butcher versus Colin Turkington. Colin having uh, found that way past Dan Camage into fifth place. He's trying to get fourth. So Ingram uh, starts the final lap of the race, going into Old Hall corner. Ash Sutton in second looking for his uh, best result of the season. Gordon Shen in third, smokes the tyres on the Honda on the way into Old Hall Corner but it's the battle for fourth Matt that's the one to watch here Rory Butcher and a big pressure now from the BMW of Colin Turkington yeah it seems he's struggled in this race doesn't it Rory Butcher because he's uh, dropped like uh, a little bit of a stone now down to fourth position and as you described now under pressure from uh, Colin Turkington who's come from ninth on the grid so the BMWs have definitely uh, got into their own as this race has uh, unfolded but uh, can Rory Butcher hold on on this last lap well Rick Parfit goes uh, through past us for the uh, penultimate time as Tom Ingram comes over here top for the final time and this is looking good for Tom Ingram to break that duct here at Alton Park. He did the job of course in qualifying yesterday. He's got a few more corners to go as he's followed by second place man Ash Sutton. Mr. Consistency as we spoke at Thruxton. He's been in the points on most occasions so far this year and looking for another solid podium at the minute. But you're right, Colin Turkington uh, still right behind uh, Roy Butcher. He's got one more chance probably down towards Lodge Corner. Yeah, it's going to be a 50-50 that though at best and uh, Rory has looked pretty good out through Druids. The BMW looks to have the edge through Old Hall. That's where at the start of the lap it seems to be at the stronger of the two cars. But coming down into Lodge Corner for the final time is Tom Ingram looking for his second win of the season to be back to second in the championship. The former championship leader on his 247th race gets his 21st victory in the BTCC. Tom Ingram takes the chequered flag. Ash Sutton comes home in second. Third over the line is Gordon Shedden. It's going to be side by 
inside for fourth, but Rory Butcher just has enough in hand to take fourth place by exactly one-tenth of a second from Colin Turkington. Had a good guard him coming up through Deer Leap, but it is Butcher fourth, Turkington fifth, Camish has crossed the line sixth, Lloyd seventh, Cook in eighth, Robottom ninth. Ricky Collard will be pretty pleased, I think, with his tenth place uh, finishes. He gets to grips with front-wheel drive cars. And Stephen Jelly, 11th, Adam Moffat, 12th, Jake Hill only made progress to 13th, Michael Crease, 14th, and Bobby Thompson got himself up a few places and into the points in 15th place. Uh, so the top 15 scoring points. Tom Ingram gets 20 points for the race win, a point for leading a lap as well. Uh, the fastest lap bonus point went to Dan Lloyd, who finished in 7th place. He'll be, of course, frustrated not to be on the podium, having uh, ran in 3rd place for the first 3rd of the race. Uh, but give them a round of applause as they come back towards you. Our top 3, Tom Ingram, the race winner, uh, Ash Sutton in 2nd, Gordon Shedden in 3rd, and the Independence uh, race winner, because the top 7 were all manufactured back drivers, was the championship leader, Josh Cook, a fairly quiet race for Josh, but it's about picking up points when you don't have the uh, hybrid uh, uh, power available to you as the championship leader uh, for anywhere near as many laps as the other drivers. Uh, that is something they'll now get rid of because uh, finishing in eighth place, he'll have much more availability of hybrid power uh, for race two going forward. So Josh Cook in uh, eighth place and uh, doing a pretty decent job just about surviving that first race really because you saw in the midfield it can all get uh, a little bit messy so Tom Ingram the race winner second race victory of the season wins round 10 of the championship with one third of the way through the championship now this 30 round series two more races to come and it's still absolutely wide open, this championship. It's got to go down to the wire. Tom Ingram is able to pick up wins. He's got a car to do that. He's also been incredibly consistent. The only time he didn't finish in the points was that first race at Thruxton where he got tangled up in the uh, Danny Camish, Dan Robottom incident. Uh, but he's very much a championship contender. Ash Sutton, likewise, and Gordon Shedden with a very strong drive to third place as well. Rory Butcher will be uh, frustrated uh, from the front row of the grid not to be on the podium, but fourth place is still uh, a decent result and it's looking a lot more bright isn't it for the BMWs because Colin Turkington there with a good drive through from the tail end of the top 10 into uh, fifth place for the driver that came into the weekend uh, third in the championship standings so Ingram wins Sutton second Shedden third Butcher fourth Turkington in fifth Camish sixth Lloyd seventh Cook eighth Robottom ninth Collard 10th, Jelly 11th, Moffat 12th, Hill 13th, Crease 14th, Thompson 15th, then Taylor Smith was 16th, Plato 17th, uh, Gamble 18th, Osborne 19th, Jackson 20th, Edwards 21st, Hamilton 22nd, Patterson 23rd, Butel 24th, Parfit crawled around with a problem with this car for the last third of the race to 25th place and then out of the race after that coming together with Jack Butel was Will Powell. Uh, Ash Hands had a problem with the car and pulled off the circuit on the exit uh, on the entrance to uh, Ireland and he was out halfway through the race. Tom Chilton out as you heard from uh, with temperatures rising on the car and then Adam Morgan out after coming together with Gordon Shedden which uh, ended up with the BMW in the barrier uh, at uh, Deer Leap and brought about the safety car. Uh, so Tommy Ingram is making his way into the technical check area now and there to greet the cars uh, as they come in. Is Alan Hyde? Yep, the rollers are under the cars. They check the right height of the car. Then the car is rolled forward onto four weighing pads, which is what they're doing manually now. That's done with the engine off. They roll the car forward. Uh, marshals and technical team all on hand to push the car onto the weigh bridge. It's being weighed as we speak 
and then they roll the car off. Has to start under its own power, and then Tom Ingram can roll forward to the number one board for the second time this year. Just turns the car left, turns it right. We need to squeeze in four cars into Park Ferme. Very often, the independent winner uh, for a race is included in the top three overall. Not so today. The independent winner was down in eighth place overall. Josh Cook gets more points in his independent championship in addition to his overall championship title hopes. And Tom Ingram gets out the car. A little pat on the roof of the car. And the team are here. Sponsors are here. Friends and family are here to welcome back Tingram. And just takes off the hands device pop that into the driver's seat of the car and then goes over to the team with the ITV cameras on him and has a, a lovely hug with his father Bruce and with Sandra Humphreys the assistant team manager and his engineer as well and Ash Sutton's going to be delighted he was very very happy with the result that he got after qualifying yesterday